We want to welcome everybody into the Lord's house. Good to be in the Lord's house. And uh, thank the Lord that he's made it possible for us to be here. I have a little scripture I want to read in the 26th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Before I read that, though, I'll give you a little report. A lot of folks asked about me. I know a lot of folks have been praying for me, expressed they worried about me because of my fatigue and some of the symptoms I had. I went to Columbus Day, and they checked me out, and they said, I've had pneumonia. And, of course, I've been on antibiotic for about a week. And so they said it was working. I said, I still have a little bit of pneumonia. It's not got anything catching. Uh, but they said, I'm getting better, and hopefully I'll be over in a few days. And uh, they kind of summed it up and said, uh, uh, nothing major. So that sounded pretty good to me. And so I appreciate that report, and I appreciate everybody's prayers, and I appreciate the good Lord. And so I just wanted to thank you. Uh, I want to read from the 26th chapter of the book of uh, Isaiah, <clears throat> starting at verse 1. And that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. Now, once you listen to this song, this, this sounds like some songs we sing around here. It's got the same substance in it. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates, that the righteous nation, which keepeth the truth, may enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. And so I like that song. Let's all stand for a moment of prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for letting us be here tonight. Thank you, God, for your blessings. There are so many. Thank you for each one that's come and each one that's listening on the live stream. God, we thank you for your blessings and your mercy and your grace. We ask you to help us to worship tonight, God, in spirit and in truth. God, just bless this service according to your great will, and we ask you that, and we'll thank you for that in Jesus' name, and amen. amen. You may be seated. Turn so over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 170. I'm in the
this time we're going to have the choir come down and we'll turn it over to whoever's open up tonight. We're thankful for the choir songs and great crowd we got tonight, and uh, we're sure thankful to be here. We uh, want to thank everyone for the prayers for my surgery. I'm doing great, and uh, I know it's uh, God's people praying. I know that's what it was, and uh, had a good doctor, but uh, that wasn't all of it. But uh, we're uh, so thankful to be here. Wonder at this time if. Uh, uh, anyone have a unspoken prayer request? Lots of hands. Anyone have a spoken request? I want everybody to stand up. I guess I'm slacking, sorry. But uh, anyone have a prayer request? She said uh, they took her from one floor to the other, and when they got her up to ICU, they said, what has changed? You, mm -hmm. you don't need to be intubated. She said, I know it's changed. Yeah. Right. She said, it's the good Lord. It's just in the uh, yeah. it's, yeah. it's just prayers. It's prayers from my church and my church yeah. family. She wanted to thank everybody for your prayers and continue to pray for them. Amen. All right. I've uh, seen so many miracles in this church. Amazing to me. Yes, sir. Yeah. When all hope's gone, don't don't give up a hope, because uh, hope's coming. Yeah. Anyone else have a prayer request? My aunt's funeral's tomorrow. Remember my mom's family. Uh, I got strict orders. I wasn't allowed to drive down there, so uh, I would love to have went, but I just uh, better not try it. Yeah. Anyone else? Good. That's that's another miracle, near. Amen. Right. All babies are miracles. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anyone else? Remember that. If there's no one else, we'd ask uh, Brother Billy Ray and Brother Carl to lead us in prayer. Oh, yeah. 
We wonder at this time if someone would have a song on their heart. This church sort of blessed with a lot of good singers. That's the way I felt about my surgery. They uh, asked me if I was nervous. I said, not, not one bit. And uh, uh, I knew either way that uh, it'd be all right. What, what I really was not worried at all about. And, uh, anyone have a song on their heart? We uh, kind of got surprised. I looked at that list. Seemed like a couple weeks ago, but I think it was a couple months ago. And I thought, boy, I got a long time before I had to leave. And uh, Neil said, uh, you know you're up tonight. And I said, no, I didn't. But uh, I guess it's better to not worry about it for a week. But uh, it's bad either way sometimes. But uh, I wish you're thankful to be able to stand. And uh, so, so thankful for my church. Okay, I wondered why they wasn't here. Jesus is my high tower, he's the light in the dark hour, without him how could I see, and he is closer than a brother, above him there's no other, without him where would I be? Oh, Jesus, what a friend is he. For he is the rock upon which I stand. He's the present help in time of need. When this old world has left me all alone, that's when I can feel him walking, he's right by me. And when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in, proving once again that he's my dearest friend. And he promised he would go with me always, even till the end. Just as long as this world stands, he promised he would hold my hand, and that I would never walk alone. And he said, he would go with me always, through good times and through hard days. 
he would be my friend and my guide. Oh, Jesus, he's the best friend in my life. For he is the rock upon which I stand. He's the present help in time of need. When this old world has left me all alone, that's when I can feel him walking, he's right by me. And when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in. Proving once again that he's my dearest friend. And he promised he would go with me always, even till the end. no one else has a song, I'm going to turn it back over to Brother Terry. Well, it's good to be here tonight. Good spirit, just a good free feeling. I just thank the Lord for what I feel tonight. And choir singing, and special singing, and testimonies, and opening up. I appreciate Mike and his opening up, and the comments he made, and the testimony to give, and uh, it's good to recognize God's blessings and mercies. And, and uh, you know, I believe Mike is exactly right. I believe God's still doing miracles. And I believe we've been blessed with many of them. And so I just, I just uplift and that thrills my heart just to hear it and feel it. And so good to be here tonight. Let me ask again, Brother Mike gave plenty of opportunity, but let me ask again, somebody else feel like singing a song before we look to these preachers? Glad to have each visitor with us tonight. Appreciate you. But now if you've got a song on your heart and feel like singing, you're still welcome to do that. That's a good singing we've been hearing. All right, if not, uh, we'll look to these preachers. And I uh, don't know for sure which one of you feel like coming, but uh, whichever one's got on your heart, come ahead. Uh, mind and follow the Lord. Just come ahead. Any one of you. Whoever's got it, come on. You've given enough time. Anybody could got up if they want to, so you might as well get up, whoever it is. I think I'm just going to sit down and just pray for them. I believe one of them get up. <laughs> I guess I'll get up. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I, I really don't have a big impression. And... Uh, I was thinking maybe Neil or one of these other fellows had it, so I was just kind of trying to wait it out and see. I really didn't know. Um, but I am thankful to be here tonight, and uh, I'm thankful for what the Lord's done for me in my life. You know, I always thought if all he ever did was save me, that'd been enough. I mean, he didn't have to do all the great things he's done, but he did them anyways. And uh, I still can't comprehend that. I don't understand. But I know that my Lord loves me. Amen. And, uh, man, that's good enough for me. Um, I appreciate being here. and You really pray. I've just got a little, little thought on my mind that the Lord's given me. and uh, I don't know if we'll preach at all, but I'd love to get where the preacher's at. But um, it comes through the church, so you pray. This is in uh, 1 Kings uh, chapter 3, and I'm going to start in verse 5. And uh, this is when the uh, Lord came uh, unto Solomon. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5, it says, In Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And uh, I thought that was an interesting question. Um, the Lord was kind of tempting him in a way. Uh, in a way, he was saying, what, what can I give you? 
And I love the mindset of Solomon. Listen how he responds. He says, And Solomon said, Thou hast shewed unto me, unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he has walked before thee in truth, and in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness. You notice in that he didn't immediately say, Lord, give me this, or Lord, give me that. He initially said, Lord, I've seen what you did for my dad. Yeah. That, that just touched my heart when I read it. Because that's how I came to the Lord. Yeah. I sat back there and I watched my mom and dad come to church every Sunday. Every Wednesday, I watched them bring me to Sunday school. And I watched the people in the church house come time and time again. And I watched them serve the Lord and I watched them see the great blessing God gave them. The way God allowed them to walk. But if, if you want your people to be saved, bring them to church. Let them see the, the greatness God has inside of you. The greatness that He gives you to walk daily. I love what Solomon said there. That was so cool, I thought. And it spoke to me because, I, like I said, I remember sitting back there thinking, Oh, my dad, he's up there doing the sound. Mom's gonna, we just got out of Sunday school. She just got done teaching. Those were people that showed me how good God was. And they showed me that he was good enough to keep coming back. That was sweet. But as it goes on, it says, In uprightness of heart with thee, and thou hast kept for him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on the throne as it is this, as, as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. What a humble heart. I tell you, folks, you've got to be humble if you want to get where the Lord's at. And it goes on, it says, uh, how to go out and come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen. A great people that, can, that cannot be numbered, nor counted, nor multitude. Give, thee there, give therefore thy servant understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people? And the, the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked for this thing. You pray. I tell you, I was thinking about that, and Lord kind of gave me a few thoughts, like I said. And I, If we preach, we preach. If we don't, we don't. But um, I tell you, I was so, over, so overjoyed when I read through this. And uh, you say, preacher, Why? Because it was a story that connected on a personal level. You know, when you read something, if, if it's not hitting in your heart, uh, you need to figure out where you're at. Because I tell you what, the, the journey with Christ in the Scripture is such a wonderful experience. I, I endure you if, you. if you're not reading your Bible, dig in. Man, I tell you, it comes to life for you. It brings a, a new a, a relationship with Christ. And it helps you answer questions when people have them. Yeah. I just won't get that away. But uh, as I was thinking about that scripture, you know, I'd already touched on my father and my mother. But there was something I wanted to talk about a little different. And this is uh, more of my spiritual mother and father. Yeah. You know, when I was reading through that, you know, instantly, like I said, I went to my mom and dad and how they walked and how God blessed them. And, you know, how I wanted to be like them. I wanted to get what they had. But I was noticing also when I was reading that, you know, the biggest reason I got saved was because I saw the church working. Yeah. I saw my Father in heaven calling yeah. unto me in the way He was working. Amen. I saw how He was dealing with me and how He was dealing with others. Yeah. And I saw how the mother church was helping those people get on a level that they couldn't get to by themselves. I'm so thankful that God not only from his heights, but all the way down to my mom and dad, to my friends when I didn't listen to them. You guys kept me in church and helped me. You know, God places us in strategic spots, each and every one of us, so that we can get closer to him, that we can get a little bit more from him, that we can find ourselves getting saved at an altar of repentance. Why? Because he loves us. He gave us these instructions. He gave us these pictures of our lives and how great they could be. Not because He wanted to show how great He was, but because He wanted to make you great right beside Him. How cool is that? 
That's love right there. You know, I, I think about my life sometimes. And I think about, you know, what would it be like if I, I didn't get in church? And, uh, you know, my mom said it best one time. She said, that would be a world of pain. Uh, she knows my, my problems I have, my, my issues with the pride and selfishness. I, I tell you, I'm stubborn to like a mule. And I, I know if I got out of church, man, it would bring a whole lot of reproach on my life. It'd bring a lot of reproach on my family. And uh, I thought about that. I thought, Lord, you know, thank you that you impressed me early to get saved. But you know what? Thank my mom and dad because they brought me at an early age. If you want to live a life that is godly, start out while you're young. It's easier then. I didn't realize that at the time because, you know, I thought life just got easier the older you got. I thought things just fell in line. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fallacy, isn't it, Doug? But I tell you what, I'm so glad that God saved me as an eight-year-old boy in my bedroom, called unto Him and He came to me, answered my prayer, fixed me up, got me on the right path, gave me the right tools to work with, the right shoes to walk in. And praise God, He's blessed me with a good life. You know, I've, I've kind of hindered it from time to time. But I'm so thankful God has blessed me with the life I have. Wow. And you say, preacher, what, why are you praising Him so much about it? Because without God, I would be nothing. Right. Without God, I would have nothing. Right. I didn't have anything to begin with. All the things I've got have just been a blessing. Right. You say, well, preacher, you're talking about your house, your, your baby, your wife. No, those things I'm so thankful for. But I'm talking about the little things in my life that you people don't see. Yeah. When I'm laying in my bed at night and I'm worried and I'm stressed and God passes by. When I'm out at work and I'm not sure what's going on and I'm thinking, Lord, I need your help. And he comes through with an answer. When I'm thinking, Lord, you know, I've lost my job. Where's my, where's the money coming from? He said, don't worry about it. God answers prayers and God lifts us up. And when I'm thinking, Lord, I just don't know if I can act this way or do that. He changes my heart. He changes my mindset. You know, I love Solomon in this little piece right here. And one of the biggest things I take away is his mindset, where his heart's at. He wasn't arrogant. He wasn't saying, I'm going to be king, Lord, and this is what I need. He was saying, Lord, I know I'm not fit to sit in this spot. I know you've given me this spot. I know you've given my father this. You've given my father that. Lord, I'm just asking you for some wisdom and understanding so I know how to go about this. Yeah. How humble is that? Yeah. You want to get anywhere in life, you've got to be humble. Right. God does not like a proud person. Right. God doesn't like a person that comes at Him saying, Look at me, God. He chops them down like that. Yeah. But I tell you what, God loves a person who comes willing to work. Yeah. You know, I, that was one of the things I took away. And you guys will probably laugh about that, this, but... When I worked with Tab Hunter, and uh, I tell you, some of you know, he loves to work. And uh, I remember one of the things he loved the best was if you just showed up ready to work. That's all he wanted. He wasn't asking for a lot. He just wanted you to show up ready to work. That's all God wants. God just wants you to show up ready, ready to grab, grab your toolbox, get going, ready to step in when he asks you ready to lend a hand or an ear or a voice. God is just ready for you to be ready. Yeah. And I'm so glad that God is that way. Yeah. I'm glad it's not a, Jordan, here's your task. Go figure it out. But God's right there beside you like a master and an apprentice leading you each step of the way. Making sure that each portion you understand, yeah. that each portion is taken care of. You know, I love a good teacher. And I had one one time, and I remember, you know, I was struggling real bad the year before. I thought, I just can't understand this. I just can't grasp it. I thought the problem was me. I thought that I just wasn't able to grasp it. And I remember she got down to a level where she was able to walk me through things. You know what I'm saying? She was able to grasp what I was thinking, what I was seeing. And she was able to maneuver me through the problem. To where I, I grasped it just well. I realized, well, maybe I'm not as foolish or dumb as I thought I was. That's so cool to me because God acts just like that. God takes a person that thinks they're unfit, that thinks they're too
too ignorant, that thinks they're not strong enough. And He takes those little pathways that you're looking at and He opens your eyes to what can be. He opens your eyes to what God can do for you and how He can get you there. God's so good. And God's so sweet. And uh, I know we're not really preaching to the lost and really not preaching to the church, but I just want to praise God for how good He's been to me. I just want to praise God tonight and say thank you, Lord, for a humble little boy as an eight-year-old child that came and got saved. Thank you, Lord, for a 15-year-old that had enough faith and sense to say, God, I'm willing to preach for you. Just carry me. You know, that's what we got to do in life. That's what we got to do. We can't say, I'm going to do this, but we got to say, Lord, I'm willing to walk with you. I'm willing to work with you. I'm willing to step out with you. Boys, when we do that, that's when we get to where God's at. That's where we get to where the saving's at for our people. That's where we get to where our people are coming back because they realize, man, there's a change in that individual. There's something going on in his life that I don't have. There's something better in the works for him. God is good. Don't waste your opportunities. Don't take the path that isn't where God's at. Because I tell you what, you'll just end up in the dark thinking, where am I? You know, you ever seen that show Lost? Those people didn't have a clue where they were. And when I watched that show, I didn't have a clue where they were either. And I tell you what, you can get like that if you don't follow the Lord. But if you follow God, you'll always be sitting at a table in a home full of love, food to eat, and you'll be knowing that you've got work to do the next morning when you lay your head down. And when the Father calls on you another day and says, Come, my child, we got work to do, you can raise out of your bed happy and fulfilled and ready to work. I'm thankful to be here this evening. I, I don't really feel like going any further, but I just want to praise God. I just want to thank Him. He's been too good to me not to say thank you, Lord. And um, I, I don't know anybody's heart, but I really don't feel like giving an invitation, so I'm just going to turn it back over to our pastor. Well, thank the Lord for the preaching. I was sitting there and I thought, that's a message of praise. Praising God. And, and actually, I think it was a message to the lost and the church for, from this perspective. If I was a lost person, I pictured this. If I was a lost person and I, and I was hearing what you were describing about God and the relationship of God and his people, that'd make me want that. And, and as a saved person, uh, it was a message. It was humbling and it was encouraging. Uh, I think that message ought to make us all realize what God can and wants to do for us and through us and ought to give us a zeal uh, to really get in. If you're not really in where you need to be, uh, get in. Move up, you know. I think we've always got a little room to move up, and sometimes I've had a lot of room to move up. I think that message really encourages that. So that's good. I would like for us to stand. I would like for us to sing a song, and I would like for us to do this. Whatever your position is and your relationship with God is, I would like for us to reflect on this message that's just been preached. I'd like for us to embrace it to our heart and ask ourselves. Where do I stand in this message? You heard what Jordan said about when you're studying the scripture, when you're reading it. If you don't see yourself in it, uh, maybe you need to look a little closer, a little deeper, uh, a little more introspective. Because we are in the book. And when we get the message from the book, it connects with us. And so while we sing this song, I don't know if anybody needs to come to all or if you do, it's, it's wide open and boy, I'd be tickled to death to have you. But I'd like for just all to reflect and embrace this message been preached and, and let's, let's grow and gain from it while we sing. Obey the Lord. Well, I appreciate it. Good to be here tonight. Good message, good singing. Follow it. Amen. Perfect song. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I sure was. And now I am saved. Amen. Think about it. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Think about it. Amen. Amen. What uh, that was a perfect song for the perfect time. I appreciate that. It fit right there. Thank God for His amazing grace. And again, thank God for the message, for the songs, for the spirit. Just everything's been done. Anything else on anybody's heart tonight? Come ahead. Yeah. I'd like to ask everybody to sit back down for a moment. Yeah. If you're here and you're lost, I want you to pay attention. If uh, God did a miracle in your life, I'd like for you to stand up and raise your hand. Look around, lost people. Yeah. This is real. Yes, sir. It's real. Amen. When Beth was in the hospital, I said, Lord, if you, if you let her live, I'll do anything you want me to do. Yeah, but uh, that's just one of the miracles in my life. Yeah. And the biggest one was when God saved me. That's a powerful testimony. It's a powerful testimony from Mike, but it's a powerful testimony through the whole church. Amen. Somebody else got something on your heart. Mind the Lord. Amen. That's wonderful. Amen. That's good, John. That's good. Amen. It's good, Johnny. Amen. Amen. Someone else. I think it's Amen. Appreciate that. That's good. Someone else. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. 
Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Right. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with yeah. the right hand of my righteousness. Amen. Great promise. Yes, sir. Finish this service. Yeah, to a T. That's good. Thank the Lord for that scripture. Anyone else? This has been a very uplifting service. Anything else? Sure. Um, my sister's coming from Kansas City and my uncle's coming from Florida. And right. I just have to go to church and I don't know where it is and stand with the Lord. Right. And I'd really like to know that. So if you could just remember that. Amen. Remember that. Even a get together that's not a worship service, it has a lot of the church involved. The fellowship can make a real statement. Right. And, and uh, so let's, let's remember those requests. Anyone else? And just a minute, I'll ask for a closing prayer. And after prayer, you can just dismiss yourself. Just be careful as you go out. And uh, probably work okay. Any other testimonies or anything to be said? Yeah. It's my favorite service. Amen. Yeah. Appreciate that. Anyone else? If not, watch Brother Eric Jordan pray dismissal. <clears throat>